Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. If this episode does not inspire you to go out and do your own thing, I don't know what will. I'm so excited to have Dr. Christine Manukin as a guest on my podcast today. She's actually a dear friend of mine, a fellow pharmacist, clinical pharmacist out in on the West Coast who recently retired. She retired at the age of 40 and is now growing and scaling two online businesses. Came here to the U.S. as a teenager, not knowing our language, learning our language, going to school here, getting a doctorate, and going on for multiple degrees in graduate school into leadership roles in the hospital out in Beverly Hills, and stepping into entrepreneurship and becoming a serial entrepreneur and really stepping into her own power. And even you're going to hear the struggles of her own health journey as well. The ebbs and flows of, you know, being an overachiever and sometimes not taking care of yourself. Anyway, I think you are going to find this episode awe-inspiring for those of you looking to break into the e-commerce space in entrepreneurship and do your own thing. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. We've got Dr. Christine Manukin here as my guest. Welcome to the Burnout to All Out podcast, Christine. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Friday. <laughs> yes, same here. I know it is morning for you. It's, it's afternoon here on the East Coast. I know you're over on the West Coast. So this is going to be a fun interview. For those of you who catch the podcast, this is a live stream on my Facebook community. We're, we're streaming live. For those who attend, they can uh, chat and ask Christine questions as we go along. But gosh, you guys, I'm so excited about this guest. A little bit of her story may sound a little bit familiar and other parts of it are completely unique. But first, Christine, I want to do a proper introduction for you. So you guys know she is a real wonder woman and, and you'll hear more about that in a, in a little bit. But she's known for her expertise in hospital pharmacy leadership as a residency trained clinical pharmacist. So she's smart. She went to more school than I did. She did like extra doctorate stuff. And she also spent 13 years in corporate America, just like me, corporate being in the clinical pharmacy arena and the big hospital system. But after witnessing her own health transformation with functional medicine, she found her passion and purpose empowering others to reach their health goals without pharmaceuticals and to experience financial freedom. She's become an e-commerce expert, entrepreneur, and social selling. So you've got like the perfect audience to be taking a listen today. And she's she's been leading a global team for the past five years. 
with her functional medicine coaching academy signature program she's rolling out this this coming year. Really excited about that. And she's helping other burnt out medical professionals to build and scale their own profitable virtual practice so that we can all they can all have more quality time with their loved ones and doing what fulfills them in their life. It's her goal to help 10 pharmacists become full-time moms in 2021 by teaching them exit strategy and becoming the virtual a virtual health care provider entrepreneur. So if I know I've got a lot of followers on LinkedIn who are healthcare providers, if you guys catch this podcast and you are looking for a way to leverage your clinical expertise but do it from home, Christine just might be your woman. So after losing 100 pounds, competed in several natural bodybuilding competitions, where she actually dressed as Wonder Woman. Yes, she did. You guys have got to get some of the photos. She's run her first marathon. She's actually on Team Isogenics with a network marketing company where I know it's not in here, but she's quite the athlete. You have to be a pro athlete. You know, there's like there's specific specifications to actually get, get into that title. So she's in the process of launching her podcast, The Story. So we'll get, the, get that in the show notes to empower other women to rewrite their stories. And she's writing a book as a co-author and developing online courses. Have you guys heard enough about her just like crushing all things online virtually right now. I mean, this is what happens when people are pushed into the COVID world. You either recreate and find a new way to create income or you you become the victim, right? And you have definitely become the victor, Christine. So with that, I'm actually going to turn it over to you. Like I would love, so welcome to the show. And I actually would love for people to hear the back back stories. You aren't originally from the US. I, I love going all the way back. So, you know, I find that people who are really gritty and have tenacity typically have a pretty cool backstory. Take us all the way back to the the young Christine before coming over to the US. Wow. Thank you for the introduction. And yes, my story does not start when I started here. My story goes all the way back. I was born and raised in Armenia, a beautiful country. And I came to the States when I was 16 years old. And I didn't realize how much I've been brainwashed and becoming the person who I was coming into the U.S. Because back home, women are more of like, you don't speak up. You're not the boss of your life. You are just a stay-at-home mom. You do get education, but you don't really work because you have your husband to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So it was always that mentality of like, this is what it is. And this is what I need to settle for. I shouldn't be challenging, say, the status quo, or I shouldn't be asking for more. You know what I mean? It wasn't really built into our like core as a woman. I had no female CEO entrepreneurs that I would know. Like if you ask me who is your idol, I'll be like, I don't know. Like we had none. And here I am, 60-year-old. I should be educated about that, right? Surrounded by women who are doing this. So coming to the States, I was still kind of carrying over the mentality of like, this is what it is. Coming to a place that I barely spoke English, didn't have any friends, like very small amount of family members here. And I really had to work really hard. And it's not just like working hard. Like, yes, I did get my first job without even speaking English. I was 16 years old working in the men's department at Sears selling clothing. And there's one day this old gentleman came to me and he was asking for a burgundy polo shirt. And I looked straight at his eyes. I was like, no idea what burgundy color looks like. And I don't even know what the heck is a polo shirt. I had no <laughs> 
But I figure it out. I ask him more questions. I start like making conversations where like kind of lost in the store. Huh. And at the end, this man had the best experience of his life. He actually thanked me for taking my time <laughs> to like talk to him. And this is when I really got resourceful. Like, you know, I didn't have everything in front of me. I had to figure it out. And I think this goes along as I was getting older too. You know, there's a lot of things I was given opportunity to do, but I would like doubt myself. Like, am I worthy to do this? I would doubt myself how people will look at me, like, how would I be judged? How would I be seen as like, how is this aligning with who I am? And there's a lot of unlearning of what I've been through to become Mm -hmm. a person who I meant to be. And Mm -hmm. I want everybody to take a moment and think about that. Because there's some stuff around the world that we're getting conditioned and like subconsciously we're like, yep, this is what it is. Yep. This is how I should live my life. Right. Mm -hmm. We're trained to go to school, have a job, retire at 65. And, you know, we're conditioned to that. Like we're like brainwashed to be that, Mm -hmm. but I chose other way (laughs) and we can Mm -hmm. more about that too. But yes, there was a lot of unlearning of who I was. So I can actually learn how to learn to become the person who I'm meant to be. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. And I could just see you at 16 right now with the energy that you have in that clothing store. Okay. So you came to the US and you learned English and you moved your way through the school system. So tell us a little bit about your journey through undergrad and grad school and and your calling as as a clinical pharmacist. Tell us a little bit about that. So I'm a huge believer of everything happens for a reason, the right time of your life. So I came here when I was 16. So I was like on 10th grade. So I had three years to finish high school because I wanted to make sure I go to university, which I did. I did my undergrad here in California. And that time, bachelor's was not a requirement to become a pharmacy school student. So I went to a couple of schools, did amazing on interviews. I was put on the waiting list because I still wanted to get priority for people who had their bachelor's, right? And here I am. I'm like, okay, that is what it is. I didn't get in. And during July, my family actually moved out from California to Florida for like life. And literally the weekend I moved on Monday morning, I received a phone call from the school here in California saying, congratulations, you have been accepted to pharmacy school. Wow. Here I am. We just moved across, you know, the state from California to Florida. And I get a call literally on the Monday morning. And it was like, what? Hold on. This does not make sense. But I knew there's this is happening for me. And I wasn't like, yes, I was sad. But then I was like, you know what? This is opening doors for me for bigger opportunities. And it definitely was. The experience that I had in pharmacy school going to Nova Southeastern, like it literally changed my life because now I actually had to kind of start fresh because I don't know a lot of people, right? This is a brand new area. So I was open for learning. At one time, I was like a president of the class, president of our leadership society. I was in the fraternity. I was like doing all this stuff because I was like, this is my time to own it and be like the boss of my life. I'm not going to have a second chance to go through pharmacy school, right? I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. So I the time and you know working in a retail pharmacy during pharmacy school and undergrad I was like the retail is not for me I love people like I love people this is who I am I've been in sales I've been in like you know retail setting but I just don't love the pressure like it's mm-hmm. not who I am I can do so much more 
but I just cannot be told like I can only go to the bathroom at this time because that's when your break is if you're lucky to have a break. I was like, I work too hard for that. I can't do it. And that's when I really pursued two-year residency at Ohio State to become, you know, like trained in hospital system pharmacy administration with additional degree because I have this passion to use my voice and leadership skills to empower other people. So that was my goal. And during that time, I met the best day of my life who changed my life physically. And we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> that's not yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So you finished pharmacy school and and went on for additional training. And that's actually where you ran into my best friend, which is how we're connected, right? And that was really, so yeah, so let's talk about that. So you you got your master's, mm-hmm. right? And then you, you became a mother pretty soon after that, right? Yeah, I actually met my husband again. I mean, my husband was my first date. I actually asked him out to go to my junior prom. <laughs> We used to work together here at Universal Studios Hollywood. And, you know, I I didn't have a date. I was like, you know what? Who cares? I'm going to ask him out. And I did. And, but we went separate ways. So 10 years later, we actually became pharmacists and we ran into each other at the pharmacy convention. So, which is crazy. So it's all about timing. So going back to the timing, right after residency, I moved back and within a week I started my new job and I was married a few months later and had a baby with my first year anniversary. It's been a roller coaster ride, like back to back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And you were just rolled with it. And I think that this has probably happens to a lot of mothers, young mothers though. And I think you and I kind of live parallel lives in the sense because we both entered into our own, the, our, the same network marketing company at a very similar time where both of us had little kids and we were giving way too much of ourselves to our career and totally, you know, putting ourselves on the back burner. And so tell us a little bit about your journey with that and kind of your segue into network marketing while working full-time as a clinical pharmacist and kind of um, that journey. Yeah. So, you know, during residency, you know, we're always like tired and burnt out, but you're like, okay, there's an end to that, right? So it was a two-year commitment. Okay. It's going to get, life is going to get easier. Life is going to get better. We're just a resident. It's okay. We're supposed to be stressed out. So I was already conditioned to the thought of like, this is how I should be feeling all the time. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm like, living my life comfortably uncomfortable, which is probably all of us. And really like finishing the residency, taking the mentality of like hustle to my first job, which was my only job that I really had after residency training. And being in like multiple leadership roles here in California, Beverly Hills, I was burnt out because I worked extremely hard. And yes, having the two little kiddos in diapers, having like, you know, both of our parents, like both of us, like me and my husband were both in hospital setting in management and it's life is stressful. So my life was, you know, the titles were going higher and higher promotion after promotion because I'm a high performer and I love like, you know, like pushing my limits and going to the next step. There's always what's the next goal. But my life was sacrificing. My health was sacrificing because of that. And somebody who like, I want to live my life. Like I didn't want to come home like at seven o'clock in the evening and just be like completely like exhausted and not willing to like spend like an hour with my kids to play. You know what I mean? Like it was just really, 
it was an aha moment for me. Like, is this really worth it? Is this mm-hmm. something that I really signed myself up for? And it was five years ago when I was age 35, when I really hit my rock bottom. And this is when I had my wake up call that I have to make a massive decision. I have to really own my health, which is the number one priority. If I'm not taking care of myself, there's nobody's going to take care of my kids. And I really had to own that. And I let go of my management positions. I stepped down. It was actually one of the biggest decisions I made at that time because I knew I cannot be the person who I am if I continue going the way I was going, especially when my doctor was extremely like worried about my health and saying like the way I was going, I was going to have a heart attack by the time I turned 40. Wow. So here's a 35-year-old, you know, amazing mom who is doing so much for everybody, but not taking care of herself because I'm busy and, you know, I put myself last. I wasn't taking care of myself. And that was the aha moment seeing like, I got to do something. And mm-hmm. I literally walked out of that office. I said, I'm not going to be a statistics. I am going to rewrite my story. I am going to be the healthiest version. And I did not want to take any medications to help my cholesterol or just to feel good. You know, I literally turned into like Dr. Google to see what's out there. What's the newest Hollywood diet? Because again, I have not been trained how to take care of my body natural way, holistic way. Mm-hmm. We're not learning that, you know, I was doing searches. So then I said, oh, there's this alkaline lifestyle thing people are talking about. Oh, people are talking about detoxes. And I was like, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should try that. So I was still like, like in learning and like researching world. And that's when, you know, thanks to Facebook, <laughs> I came across Sadie, my best friend from residency, seeing her life journey, her life transformation. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she is living her life the way I want to live. Like I want to be healthy and energetic and vibrant as she is. Like I need her in my life. Uh-huh. So I reached out and I said, I'm not sure what you're doing. I have no clue. It was a Mother's Day weekend and I wanted to feel good. I said, this is not my story. I'm going to rewrite it. And she, the girl saved my life. Aww. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I want to, I love this story. I want to back up just a little bit because one of the things you said that I want, especially my listeners in that my LinkedIn method group to think about and really just people in general, when you think about burnout is you are 35 mm-hmm. and you are at your rock bottom, right? And you know, the second half of the story is that, and we'll get into it, but Christine has recreated her life, her destiny on her own terms. And it was all because she was open to stepping into entrepreneurship at a low risk with a low risk opportunity in network marketing, right? And the reason I want to bring this up, and I know we'll get into it, but those of you who are out there like sifting and sorting and looking for people and wondering, are there people on the LinkedIn platform that are interested? There are hundreds of thousands of Christine's and Melissa who climb to the top and realize I'm not, I'm exhausted. My, your doctor is telling you, You're going to die if you don't do something different. I just want people to hear that out loud. You've got this professional, female, highly educated, working in Beverly Hills. And at the age of 35, she's like, something's got to give, right? Like these, there are so many humans who need what we have, like offering hope, right? Offering freedom, so let's let's go into the second half of the story because I know now you're a serial entrepreneur. You've quit your job. You took a leap of faith with Sadie on some products that ultimately 
turned into a business for you. And you left corporate America not too long ago. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I did. And, you know, I call myself like a accidental entrepreneur, because again, I didn't learn about entrepreneurship and pharmacy school. I didn't learn about mindsets and personal development in pharmacy school. And those are very important skills to learn, especially when you're stepping into a corporate, especially in a profession that we're in, because on a constantly every day you're dealing with trouble, like, right? Whether it's a trouble with physicians you're working with or the patient care, you're always making decisions, you're supervising your techs. There's a lot that goes on in the pharmacy world, a lot. And you really have to have the mindset to know how to deal with stress. You need to have the mindset to understand how can I turn this around so then everybody benefits and I don't have to like sacrifice something, right? And those are skills that we didn't learn. I didn't learn, even though I did the residency training and leadership up, but we don't learn about mindset. And, you know, when I was looking for changing my life, I knew I had to also change my mindset, my belief system, because I needed to really give myself permission to dream big. I had to give myself permission to know that I am worthy to have it all. I am worthy to be healthy and have a job and a family. You know what I mean? And that's when, you know, coming, like partnering with our health and wellness company, like when I say save my life, I don't just say it. It's legit save my life. It all started with surrounding myself with people who have done this before me, but they're also like-minded who will push me and support me and encourage me to do stuff. There's no sugarcoating of like, oh girl, like you'll do this later. No, like if they see you in trouble, they say you need to act, take action now. Those are the people, that's the tribe that's behind you. And that was my journey, you know, five years ago when I start, I took my first like, you know, protein shake I've never taken in my life. I was like, I don't even know what this is, but I love smoothies. Okay, I'll make that work. You know, I did my first cleanse day and I'm like, what is cleanse? Like, what, what am I going to do this? But I quickly realized that this nutrition, like literally changed my health, like inside out, you know what I mean? And I was brave enough to get step out of my comfort zone and share my results with my network. Thanks to social media, thanks to, you know, the freedom of like, you can post whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was next thing I know, a lot of people around me reached out to me because they saw me going through the struggles and they saw me rewriting my story. And they said, we need what you have. And I'm like, I know exactly how you feel. And I'm going to be here to help you and support you to get there. And long story short, like this word of mouth, social selling, next thing I know, I get a phone call from, you know, our owners and saying, congratulations, you're number four in our company, because you grew so fast as an executive. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm number four. What does that mean? Again, I was making money without understanding how making money because my heart was aligned to helping people to get healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's all I focused on. I didn't focus on the business model. I wish I did sooner. <laughs> now that I know better, right? But when I was doing this on the pocket of my time, learning the skills and really focusing a lot of the time and energy on personal development and growth, which is huge. Seeing this opportunity, I'm like, okay, having extra income on the side can pay off my student loans, which I did. And then, you know, next thing was like, okay, student loans are paid up. What can I do to like supplement additional income? So I may have exit strategy because again, like I don't see myself working at 65, you know, nothing wrong with that. If that's what excites you and you love what you're doing. But for me, I said, I I don't have to be choosing between family and career. Mm -hmm. And COVID was the 
wake up call for me to get laser clear of what direction I should be going and when I have to make that decision. Mm. And that's right before my 40th birthday, I did turn in my resignation and I don't have to choose between family and career. I do what I love to do and functional medicine, e-commerce, entrepreneurship is who I am because now I have the freedom to do what I wanted to do all these years. Oh my (laughs) gosh, I love this. Okay, and so we're going to get into what you're doing now here in a minute. But one of the things I love to ask my guests is that moment. Was there a vivid moment or was a moment that you can recall that you just decided that you just decided enough is enough. I'm going to go with a leap of faith and I'm leaving and I'm doing this and the bridge is going to burn behind me and I am I'm done. Right. Can you do you have that moment? Can you talk about that moment? I don't know if you know this, but I'm not sure if you do or not. But last year in August, we were at our company event and, you know, I go to all these events because this is my time to meet my tribe and really soak in all that, you know, energy to come back fired up. Mm-hmm. And August is a significant time for me because, you know, this is when I go into the event, I get all fired up, goal setting, because my birthday is coming up in September. So I come into saying with a mindset of like, okay, what do I really want for my birthday? What do I really want to change? And that last year, August 13, 2019, we were sitting in our corporate event, and one of the speakers actually said something that literally I started like, crying like legit I was crying she was one of our top income earners like very successful like you know entrepreneur Uh, I believe she has like four or five kids I can't remember but her story is like she's so successful but then she forgot that she's also a mom and I believe one day her kids said you know we wish we had a full-time mom and that was a real wake-up call for her that she was working so hard for her kids but yet she was not present around her kids and hearing those words, like being a full-time mom, I was like, this is what I want to be. You know, I, I am good. I actually stopped. I stopped listening to her. She was talking all this amazing stuff, but I, I took out my notebook. I dated it August 13, 2019. And I wrote down power of a vision casting. I said, I retired at 40. I am a full-time mom, an entrepreneur. I'm blessing other people with health and wellness, helping them recreate their life and becoming the best version of themselves, reaching their goals. And I'm here to do that. And I signed my name. And it was just that moment when I really decided I got to figure out a way, once again, figuring out a way to walk away from what I have built because I wanted to have more in life. And it's crazy to think about it because on the exact same day, August 13th of 2020 is when I turned in my resignation letter. (laughs) It's insane because I didn't even think of the date till I was actually called into my, my boss's office to do my performance review in August. And she, you know, I got the invite August 13, got to go in to do your review. And I was like, why is this day familiar? I literally got my notebook and I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote this letter to myself last year that I'm going to be a full-time mom next year. And how amazing is that? During my interview, you know, my performance review, I said, this is my two week notice. Like it was beautiful. It was sad. You know, I've been there so long. You have been so many good relationships, but 
I was ready and committed to go to the next chapter of my life. So yes. crazy. <laughs> yes. Oh that my gosh. <laughs> that I made a decision. Yes. Oh my gosh. So exciting. And Gaynella is saying, what a, what a, what a, she said, great. What, what, that, that's what I want for my birthday this month. <laughs> um, what, and somebody said, what a great gift for your 40th. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so good. You made the decision a year before. And you had that clear, crystal clear vision. I think that like vision, like having that clear vision of where you're headed is so critical, right? Like people all ask me, how are you able to, you know, with laser focus, retire from corporate America? I had a date. I knew when the baby was born. I knew that I knew that when he was born, I wanted to fire my boss. That was my deadline, right? And if you can visualize that, I visualized my oldest getting off the school bus in kindergarten and me being there, not being on an airplane, you know? So I love that you talk about vision casting. Okay. You fired your boss. And what I love that you're doing now is you've become this like, this is what I love about network marketing is it's such like a low risk place to get started in creating your own income producing asset. And I find that people that, that enjoy working for themselves become this kind of serial entrepreneur. So I want to hear more about how you've been able to, you know, not only leave and continue pursuing your network marketing business, but now you're doing this cool thing with functional medicine virtually. So talk to us a little about what you're doing in that leap of faith of leaving the bricks and mortar and leveraging your clinical expertise to do your own thing with your computer from home. Yeah. And that was like a literal learning experience for me as well, because in network marketing, we get paid for our products, for our team members, right? However, I was not being paid for my clinical services. So as an example, somebody comes on board and I'm coaching them how to do our 30-day cleanse and detox protocol. I'm getting paid good money with our company for the products, bringing a new customer. However, I'm not spending, you know, the 30 minutes I spend with them or an hour, it doesn't matter. Like I'm not getting paid for those services. Those are clinical services that I'm providing as a clinician, right? And that was the beauty And the wake up call for me saying like, oh my gosh, there's a huge industry out there as a functional medicine practitioner to be getting paid for consulting. (laughs) You're a health coach as a provider and you're using holistic medicine. You're getting to the root cause of what's going on in their body. And that was my aha moment saying, this is how I'm going to marry two together because there's a huge opportunity that a lot of healthcare providers are, you know, missing out on, you know what I mean? They might be, you know, a healthcare provider and they do get paid for their consults. However, they don't have a company that they can get paid as well for their clients to use a product. So it was a win-win situation to actually build a model. You know, I hired a business coach. Of course, I don't learn this in school. So you got to invest in yourself. You have to hire someone who knows what they're doing. Amen. Yeah, invested a lot of money, a lot of money. Uh-huh. A quarter of my income was invested in business coaching, you guys. I want you to understand the power of that because sometimes we're afraid of spending money on ourselves, but you, your why has to be so big. You know what you're doing and you are going to achieve more. Though your return investment is going to be a lot more. So I want you all to have that open mindset of like, yes, it's a big investment, but you know what you're going to accomplish. It's like, there's no price tag to that, right? Oh, so sure. And you've got more skin in the game. I know that my academy members have heard me say that I charge what I charge so that you do the work. I charge what I charge. So you show up. There's no excuses. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And that was the thing, you know, I showed up, I made the investment and you know what? I made this investment in January, you guys, I didn't know COVID was going to happen. 
But in January, I already knew I'm going towards the functional medicine route. I'm going into being all to, all in with e-commerce, with our network marketing company. And I want to play in the virtual world. I had no idea COVID is going to happen like two months after, right? And this is what I mean. Like when your why is so strong and you know where you're going and you're aligned with your mission and vision and your passion and your excitement, that will you'll figure out a way. Trust me, you'll figure out a way. Don't focus on how you're going to do it. Just focus on where you want to go and how you want to accomplish it will come through. Just keep that in mind. And yeah, I was able to actually take all this education in, marry my clinical background now with entrepreneurship background with my business coach's help and actually launched my practice, my functional medicine practice, exact the same day as I started with my network marketing company, which is like crazy to think about. It was again, Mother's Day weekend when I did something huge for myself. And now it's completely changed my life because that was my um, exit strategy for having this online coaching business, having, you know, healthcare providers come to me to like ask them to teach them to do what I'm doing. And also being in a virtual space, which thanks to COVID, we are all in virtual space. So it was really, it it was the right time to make that decision. And I'm so great. So awesome. (laughs) So so exciting too, because you're getting to live out your dream of like your passion and what you went to school for, but you're doing it from home virtually. Yeah. Essentially, what you've done is you've created your own blue ocean of opportunity, right? So tell me a little bit about how your practice works, how the services work. So my practice is all online. So people start with a six month commitment because it doesn't, it takes time to like undo of all the damage you've been doing to your body. <laughs> this is not something you can tweak and change like in a like in a day. No, it takes time. You know, I'm working with clients that I'm helping them to reverse their diabetes. So using nutrition and lifestyle so they don't have to have diabetes for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? I'm working with a lot of folks who thought they had all these health issues. But at the end, it was all about digging into their gut and fixing their gut. And now they don't have the migraine anymore that they thought they did. So, you know, I meet with them once a week. My practice is, again, all virtual. And it's all about spending the time to really getting deep diving of the root cause of what's going on in your body. So it takes a lot of work on both of our ends. And because you need to work with somebody who is really committed to really change their health. So if, you, if I'm going to give all this advice and at the end of the day, they're not implementing that, then we have failed. So if I see a client is getting to that point, I will actually stop our consult and I say, come back to me when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You know, it is okay. I'm the boss of my own practice. I can make that decision. I don't have to ask for permission. I can say, you know what, you're not ready. I, I, you thought you were ready, but you're not ready yet. Let's give ourselves like a month break or whatever. Come back when you're ready to really implement these changes. And this can be like simple changes of like, I want you to meditate 15 minutes a day because that's going to help with your anxiety or stress or helping you to sleep better. But if you're not committed to take like little steps like that, like you're not going to have big goals and achievements at the end. It's all about mindset and healthy living, but also, you know, partnering with a lot of uh, lab companies to really do this like labs that we've never done before in our lives. Like, you know, I run stool tests, I do hair testing, food nutrient sensitivity, heavy metal toxicity. So these are things your provider doesn't even know it exists. But this is what you can do as a pharmacist to help your people because you're highly trained. And yes, you can do that. (laughs) Wow, so cool. So cool. cool. I just love I just love how 
the different iterations and recreations of yourself, but leveraging where you've been to rewrite the new story and now being more around what, what really creates the, the, the happiness at home, right? So tell us about, I, I, I've got like just about two, two more questions. So what does a day in the life look like for Christine now working? Like what's your routine? What's it look like? Oh my gosh. I didn't realize how fun it is not to wake up to an alarm clock. <laughs> sound like cheesy, but you guys, I, my, if you look at my alarm clocks, I used to have alarm from 445 at 430 sometimes because there are some days I had to be at work at 6 a.m. with like an hour commute. Okay. So it was always that like hustle in the mornings before. But now even, you know, with the homeschooling too, which is like, we, I wake up rested. I wake up like when I want to wake up, <laughs> as long as I wake up. Like Herb Cepeda. Let's yeah, like, like a true uh, free life living is um, I wake up when my body says it's time to wake up. Yeah, and it isn't, you know, now with the time change too, I was like, oh my God, it's still darker. Like I can probably sleep in more like, you know, thank God the kids are old enough to like make their own breakfast and like start their homeschooling. But you know, just even just waking up without an alarm, without having that stress, I have to be somewhere, I have to do something has been such a huge, I don't know, I just feel different. I don't know how to explain it. But my body is like, Oh my gosh, you've done that for so you've done that for like, you know, my entire adult life, right? And now it's like, okay, I can do what I want to do. Like, you know, I can hop on on an interview with you with wet hair, because that's what it is, <laughs> you know, and, right. and like do whatever I want to do at this point because I design my day, you know, like right after this, I have like, you know, a couple of client calls, some business coaching calls, and it's, I design my life. So, yeah. and today I'm babysitting like five kiddos total. Um, kids are having sleepovers. So guess what? I blocked my calendar after 2 p.m. when they finished their school. And I said, that's it. Friday, we're going to have our sleepover. We're going to go shopping. We're going to make cookies. We're going to have fun. And I can do that. And yes, you're living your best life now. Yeah, I cannot. It's, it's hard, but I, I don't want it to sound like, oh my God, it's so easy. I'm living my best life. Even adjusting my, to my own new schedule. Was yeah, a- I was going to ask about that. Cause I know when I left corporate, I was so used to knowing exactly what I needed to do yeah. every day. When I came home to, to just running my network marketing business from home, I was lost with this like blank calendar of just like, oh, what do I do with my day besides go have martinis? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a learning to like learning skill too, because Again, like, you know, when I left my job in September, I actually took the entire September off. I didn't really like, quote unquote, work because this was my time to really figure it out, like who I am going to be, you know, like how I'm going to show up. You know, this is a new life I'm stepping into. And that was the time I actually decided, you know what, this is the perfect time for me to hire another coach, which I am right now. And this is a thing like you, you got to sometimes slow down to figure out where you're going. Oh, you don't have to girl, stop. Yes. You have to slow down. And yeah, the month of September was for me to like slow down, reinvent myself of like, okay, which direction do I want to go? Do I want to go all clinical, you know, having all my like clinical clients, or do I want to use my skills and my voice to empower other like pharmacist moms to like build something on the side so they can have a choice. And that was like a whole, like a reinventing myself to like, you know, slowing down so I can fast forward. And yes. yeah, oh again. my gosh. And I know you've had traction. So 
I know you found some some partners on LinkedIn, even Caroline, right? Like we interviewed Caroline just a couple of weeks ago. So she's like your total avatar, right? Like mom, pharmacist, looking to start a business. She's joined your network marketing company. I mean, the, uh, the whole nine. I just, I love it. I'm so excited to see where you are a year from now. You know, I just, I love it. So where can, where can people find you, Christine? What do you have going on right now? Okay, so I have a few big projects that I'm working on right now. I am in the middle of launching my own podcast called The Story. And um, because I want to like create this platform for women to share their story, to own their story, to rewrite their story and support one another because I didn't do this myself. So I want to create a platform for other women to feel comfortable to share their transformation story, whether it's wealth or health transformation. So that's coming up. Super excited. And I am in the middle of finishing writing the um, book that's going to be published in January called Pivot with Purpose. Super excited about that. I'm also launching my own product line. (laughs) That's right. The bra, right? Yes. I am launching the world's first smart sports bra. And I can't say much yet, but I've been fortunate enough to actually be accepted to UC Berkeley Skydeck um, Accelerator Incubator Program. So this is for all startups. And out of 2000 startup companies like this, you know, my my startup was picked up and I'm like learning on steroids. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Skills. And this is something that, you know, I always wanted to do. But now I am actually doing it. But yes, you can find me on LinkedIn under Dr. Christine Manukin and on Facebook and Instagram, but also my website, drchristinemanukin.com. So happy to connect with anybody who is looking for any advice, anywhere I can help and serve you, just feel free to reach out. Yes. Oh my gosh. People are like blowing up over here about how amazing this is. And guys, it all, it all started with like one leap of faith, one step forward in the right direction where you drew a line and said enough is enough. This is the direction I'm going. I'm going to, it started with you putting an oxygen mask on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And saying, it's time to take care of me. And you started to create boundaries. And then you started to realize that this, there was a different ideal life that you wanted and you started to work towards it. And you had that vision and these visions have just brought you forward and forward and forward. And I hope that this has been inspiring for everybody who's watching it and catches the replay. I always love my parting question. I always love to ask my guest is just your piece of final piece of advice to the budding entrepreneur who maybe has one foot in their business and one foot in their nine to five. What is your piece of advice to that that entrepreneur who's like struggling with the pivot or the shift or that leap of faith? What do you have to say to them? Wow, I'm going to go back to the basics and finding out why you're doing this. So, you know, starting a startup, building a business, you have to have a very strong why. You have to know exactly what you're doing. Because let me tell you, this is a statistic that I just learned. I don't even know myself too. 90% of startups, they fail. It's not like they fail because they don't have a good product. They have amazing product. But number one, they may not be aligned with their true why of how this product is going to help their customers. They don't have that vision yet. And sometimes we want to like do all this stuff without knowing why am I actually doing this? Mm-hmm. So if money was not an issue, was I, would I still be doing this? So if you're doing whatever you're doing just for money, like, I'm sorry, that's not going to, yep. you're going to. You're going to wake up when they'll be like, I don't want to hop on the phone call with this person. I don't want to drive like 30 minutes to meet with this amazing person who can like, be, you know, become the next big thing because you just, you're not driven enough. You got to right. 
a meaning behind that. Why? Like, why do you want to have this lifestyle? Why do you want to have this extra income? You know, what excites you to have that freedom that you can choose to do what you want to do? So just kind of dig deep and then it will, you will figure it out. And I'm a huge believer in like when you put your goals out in universe and you manifest about it, people will come to your life with the exact same thing that you're looking for. So be brave enough to put it on social, tell your friends, tell your people who are there. And if people think you're crazy, those are the people you want to have next to you because you're like, I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) I love it. It's like, bring it, bring it, right? Oh my gosh. Well, this has been fun, Christine. Thank you so much. I can't wait for your podcast to come out. And you're definitely one of my guests because you have inspired me to uh, take that action, Melissa. When I watched your journey unfold, I said, why not me? And we are today, like, you know, I'm so grateful for you and your support and your leadership and your, just your love in general. Like, you know, uh, it means the world to me. So I want to say that. Um, You're so sweet. I, (laughs) I adore you. Just, just, you've just become one of my dearest friends and I just love seeing you shine. I mean, there is nothing that makes me happier than, I mean, I'll say this till the cows come home, but I love seeing network marketers, people pivot from their career and getting that taste of success in a, a low risk startup to see what it's like. And I, I think that people who have that interest in social selling have that entrepreneurial like itch anyway, you know, to this full pivot that you've done where now like you're publishing a book, you're starting a podcast, you've been picked up for your startup with this program, like all because of this one leap, this one leap of faith. And, you know, five years ago, right, to, to build out a secondary income stream that initially was just to, to, to pay off some college loans, right, that then opened your eyes to working for yourself. And that's why I am forever in love with this industry and passionate about what we do, you know, so yay, I love it. Okay, well, thank you, Christine. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.